Josh, change your background now. It's helping me get in the atmosphere. But it's unsettling and gross. Yeah, that's the atmosphere. But this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. You find yourselves equipped and ready to go into the forest of hair. On the last episode, you were summoned by a missive in the town of Marine and traveled to a town that has been plagued, shall we say, with disappearances. After offering you basically 50 gold, three buildings, and a moratorium on capital punishment. I just want to clarify, it was four buildings. One of which was to become a museum. To death. And a moratorium on capital punishment, you all have agreed to investigate the mysterious forest of hair that has seemingly taken many lives and driven others insane. We should name the museum the Morgatorium. That's a great idea. Gabe nods solemnly in agreement. I think Gabe's getting the paperwork ready. <laughs> I also like how we've just started evolving. We originally were just calling him Sound Guy, and now we've started just calling him Gabe. It has occurred to me that if we make Gabe laugh too hard, he can escape in any direction just by taking his headphones off. Yeah, well, Gabe told us Gabe told us that we had to stop um, doxing him but uh, with his real name, so now we have to refer to him as Gabe. Ah, sounds about right. Sound Guy is just such a weird legal name to have. Sound Aloysius Guy. (laughs) Anyway, so you all are grouped up in the tavern where you've been put up for the night, each in your own individual rooms. The morning comes the same as the night fell, gray and without an immense amount of change. Did the night, was it able to get back up? Did it need to use its life alert? So, uh, the morning, gray, sad, not very notable. It's sad because the night died. (laughs) Oh, no. It will never be night again. Uh, Food is laid out for all of you. It seems to be some kind of sad grain meal. It's gray and unflavored. Solonar reaches into his pack and pulls out some dried meat rations and, like like works them so that he can crumble them up into his grain gruel. I mean, gruel is made of grain. It's like quinoa with bacos. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put some bako bits on this sad gray oatmeal thing. Yeah. What was the name of the tavern keep? The tavern keep? The owner, tavern owner. I don't think we asked the tavern owner for his name. Yeah, I just called him, like, Drinksman. You know, Sven Drinksman. He was doomed to be a bartender from the start. I mean, mean, you were named after your profession. Mm -hmm. It runs in the family. Yeah. Either that or his father was the town drunk. Oh, no. Is that a job you can have? Yeah. Like, I know that's a classification, but, like, is there, like... Yeah. What what does it pay to be the town drunk? Not well. (laughs) Enough to keep you drunk. Enough to keep you drunk, but not enough to to sober you up. You know who's been making bank in this town is the town crier, because there's been so many funerals from all the disappearances. 
Oh, that's not even funny. And from that's the night. Dumb. The night died. <laughs> well, let's not let's not overlook the fact that the town executioner is in the midst of a deep recession right now. Since oh, <laughs> this is the since... first time the town executioner has had a job. That tree took all of his all the jobs away from the executioners. <laughs> mm-hmm. They took her jobs. I mean, in fairness, uh, to execute someone with a tree, it is put pre-done rope around neck, kick box. I mean, you, you could always branch out into other ways of execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could tie the noose to a branch. You could tie the noose to another branch. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to the root of the problem. All right, so we're about to leave this town. You're about to leave this town and go into the forbidding gray woods. With Mist seems to emit from them. Are we following like a path into the woods? I just assumed y'all were just walking straight into the woods. I'm bringing. Like there this, isn't really a path. I like this image of us just walking up to the tree line and disappearing into a gray <laughs> mist <laughs> while the X Files theme plays. I feel like I feel like we have that filter on where it's we're the only things that are color in this world and everything else is grayscale. Oh, that's not terribly inaccurate. I will tell you it is probably wisest to leave Koza and Snuffles in the town. The trees are so dense that the cart will not be able to easily maneuver. Bye, Koza. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> too bad bye, you're so buddy. too yeah. bad you're so wide you can't get through these trees. I'll be playing Cole this episode. Did I say Instead of cold. Yeah. <laughs> wow, nice, nice save there, Alex. Now you're trying to walk it back. Did I say Coza <laughs> instead of cold? It's like it's canon. It's canon now. Coz is yeah. as wide as a cart. It is probably wisest to leave Cole and Snuffles there. Because Cole is a child and Snuffles has the cart and everything and won't be able to easily maneuver. And if Snuffles breaks her leg, it's all over. Can, can we just hand wave that we met someone who seemed very responsible and trustworthy and we like interviewed them to be our babysitter for Cole so that we're not leaving a nine-year-old boy a alone. mute nine-year-old <laughs> I mean he's and got it, snuffles yeah but it's a town whose entire economy is built around murder <laughs> <laughs> do you want her do you want Alita to leave uh, Felix? With him? Yeah, we can leave him in one of those abandoned houses that we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> or he could just stay in the cart with Snuffles. I mean, stay in the cart attached to Snuffles, not put Snuffles yeah, in the cart. Yeah, if it starts raining or something, he's going to be out in the elements. No, no the cart, but he's been... The cart's, he, a co- the cart's covered. Not only that, but I, I have full confidence in Boat's uh, education that Koza will survive if he's out in the elements. That is also true. That kid can hit a fish with a rock like nobody's business. He can. <laughs> it's horrifying. He can catch fish where there are no fish. None. Just like a bear catching a salmon. Mm-hmm. Except if there was no salmon. <laughs> We're leaving uh, Cole, not Koza, in the cart. Said you can leave whoever you lie. Say you can leave whoever you lie. So you're going to go to the tree line and the mist curls around you, almost beckoning. You know, I appreciate being welcomed as much as the next person, but when there's not people doing it, it's not like sentient creatures. Um, it's a little unnerving. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's worth noting the trees aren't speaking to each other is, at all is this a like they, they can't speak or more of a, a, a passive aggressive not speaking it's 
It's like they have no soul in them. So, so, like, they're being passive-aggressive then? No, Koza. It's, it's as if they have nothing inside of them. That they're just dead hunks of wood. Ah, uh, that sounds disturbing. Yes, that's why I sound horrified. I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be a pleasant forest trip when we heard 60 missing people. So, you know, weapons at the ready and stuff like that. Yeah, Boat's got a, a hand on his uh, escrima sticks or whatever. His kendo sticks, that's right. You all walk into the forest and it takes maybe about half an hour of walking before you find, you start finding hair wrapped around the trunks of trees, tangled amidst limbs, almost like spider webs. And the deeper you go, the more hair there is until you find yourself in the woods completely twisted with hair. Every, there is, there are black hanging tendrils of the ends of strands that wave into your face. The hair is, is, latticed from branch to branch, from tree to tree, almost in one huge spider web. You know what we've got to do? What? We've got to brush this hair. I knew it. Somehow I knew hairbrushes was involved. Yep, don't worry, I've got plenty. I've got this. I'm going to start brushing this hair. All right. Uh, you find some tendrils of hair hanging from a branch and begin brushing it. Mm -hmm. The hair itself is slick. And despite the fact that it feels oily, it also feels sharp and brittle. I'm going to have you roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. We're seeing how well I can brush the hair. A crit 20. You are able to brush the hair so that it's softer and less brittle. Nothing else happens to you. I'm just going to brush all this hair. Look, it's so knotted. This is horrible. I don't know how long it's going to take you to brush the entire forest. I don't either, but it's not that much more hair than my own, which I have safely tucked under a cap. Uh-huh. Uh, Koza, you want to give me your call on this one? About brushing the hair on a tree I, I this hair is already about the super spooky vaguely naturalistic nightmare situation we're in you strike me as the person who would know anything about this oh well um can i examine the hair you absolutely may roll dexterity that is going to be a 10 uh, you nick your hand a little bit. Ow. The hair is sign is is almost blade like in how sharp it is. Roll a perception check for me. That is going to be a twelve. You're able to identify it as human hair, or at least humanoid. It's human hair. Wait, does that mean like mammal hair, or does that mean like human hair? You can identify it as human hair, or at least something humanoid. I mean, I don't think there's a huge difference between elven hair and human hair. What about the hair of a pony's tail? The the actual individual strands seem too small to be horse hair. Okay. I don't know enough about horse hair to know that horses had big hair. Uh, horse tail hair strands 
are pretty I, I don't want to say thick because that's <laughs> you know that's a bingo card for QPR but um there's the pre-roll it is in fact they're lush it, it is in f- it, it is a pretty thick dense hair so human hair sharp Koza is it sharp even after I brush it yes oh we really need to do a number on this hair it's it is not doing great self-care in this forest is not high is the hair coming out of the trees? No, it looks like the source is deeper into the forest. Should we follow where the the hair is coming from? It's up to you. I mean, if we're looking to get to the root of the problem, that seems to be the way to go. I feel like we need to also put some masks on these trees. They really aren't taking care of themselves. And I feel like the more that we can take care of the wood, the more the wood will take care of us. I think the trees are being strangled. This hair is parasitic. Um, I'm it's parasitic. Parasitic. Oh, there's two two strands. Pears aren't citric. Parasitic. Hair is bad for trees. The hair is bad for the trees. There you go. Um, I'm going to dig into a pocket on my belt mm-hmm. and pull out a little mushroom and clasp my hands around it and then when i open it there's a flame there okay and i'm gonna hold the flame up to the hair uh the horrible gross stench of unwashed burning hair fills the area and deep deep within the woods you hear a bone shattering scream oh my bones (laughs) not that more like uh think nazgul kind of thing and less help I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, that knight had nowhere to go. Let's let's not frustrate the very thing that we are here to take care of, uh, thereby making our own jobs harder. Alina's going to kind of like put her cloak uh, on the fire and start like papping it out. I thought maybe we could burn the hair off the trees, but uh, I see that may have been a bad idea. I can tell by looking at these trees and by looking at this hair that there's a ton of split roots. We're going to have to cut it. You can't split roots. You can only split ends. Oh, you said it first. So now it's time to split hairs. I mean, I could, we could try that. I feel like it's going to be even more angry than when we burned it, though. Ha-cha! Uh Okay, Johannes, I'm going to have you roll an attack roll with your mace or sword, whatever it is you're using. With my sword? I'm trying to give it a nice haircut. I cut my own hair for years. With his sword? With a sword? Yeah. Why? Remember that time I cut Alita's hair passably with a sword? Oh, that is true. You did do that thing. Yeah, 23. <laughs> so you slice easily through a huge lock of hair that spills forth a skeleton as the hair falls to the ground. Hmm. McRib, is that you? <laughs> okay. That's creepy. I am not enjoying this. Yeah, I'm not I'm not about the whole hair eating people thing. This just got a, a whole lot weird. This is like a six building job now instead of a four building <laughs> job. Are you are you one of the 60 people? It's a skeleton. It doesn't respond. Mm. Does anyone have um, the ability to speak with the dead? Anybody do a little necromancy on the side? 
I am a holy priestess of a dragon, so no. I was going to say, does everybody turn to look at Koza? Just like, anyone at all? Is anybody? (laughs) I I feel like that might be a bit of a misunderstanding of who I am. (laughs) Boat, you know a lot of weird things I don't expect you to know. Boat's going to go over and try and raise the skeleton from the dead. Do you have raise the dead? I think I can persuade it. Bring out the flute. (laughs) All right. Roll persuasion on the corpse. All right. Let me check my modifier. Crit. Second. Crit. 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 It's not a crit. I've rolled decently, but it's not a crit. Uh, That's an 18. Cool. It doesn't do anything because it's a skeleton. (laughs) Can I roll medicine to try to bring it back to life? (laughs) It is... A skeleton. It has no organs to medicate. That was a six. I was trying. Maybe if I could access the sweet, sweet marrow, I can bring it back. Where's what Amy I'm- Lee when you need her? What I'm picturing is boats like boats like. Hey, buddy, you want to uh, you want to get up? You want to come back to life? I know you want to come back to life. I believe in you. How about this? How about this? Can I roll survival for the skeleton? No, you cannot roll retroactive survival when it clearly didn't survive. I don't know. Alex, I I feel like Alita was really trying to inspire Boat to to find a way to... She doesn't have bardic inspiration. She's a dragon priestess. Can I intimidate the skeleton? No! It's dead! Uh, It can't be intimidated! No, but that's how... that's how you would intimidate it. You'd go, you go, hey, I'll I'll kill you if you don't come back to life. I'll hunt you down and I'll I'll kill you. I mean it's I, it was a ma- it's a magic It's a magical forest. I figured I had at least a half of a how shot. How do you know the forest is magical? Hair! <laughs> I don't think that the hair is the is like what the forest is doing. There's magical shit going on in this forest. That doesn't mean the forest is magic. It's a magical toupee, Brandon. Uh Uh-huh. It's a magical hair club for men. Well played. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to take one of the skeleton's bones. Maybe it's skull. Okay, you you take its skull. Name it. Um, uh, Harry. Damn it. (laughs) All right, so you, you take the skull and... I put it in my hat and then put my hat back on. What? what? Will, it, will a second head fit in your hat? How big is it's your skeleton? Head? It's it's ten. A human skull is gigantic. Alex, Alex, it's ten gallons. It's a ten gallon hat. Yeah, a ten gallon hat on a five quart head. Yeah, so you have so much more space. Yeah. Uh, for any of you who are trying to keep up, that is a one and a quarter gallon head. So you got eight, I just, eight and three quarter gallons left. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, as somebody who went through a phase where I wore a lot of cowboy hats, <laughs> you cannot fit two heads in a single cowboy hat. I love I that this is the episode where you're outing yourself as a horse girl. Uh, yeah, that's not really the thing I'm outing myself as. You're like, um, here's some good stories about horses, horse facts, and also here's some hat facts, and here's some spur facts. And I'm just going to say that Western-style riding is significantly more fun than dressage, and we're going to move on with the conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry we had to yes. sally you with this conversation. <sighs> It's okay, Alex. You can say nay. Uh, hey, we can, let's move on. 
Can we stop this unbridled stupidity and just move forward? Thank you. You know what's going to so, s- smell better than this burning hair? And Johannes opens up his milk carton. Oh, sweet relief. Now it is the smell of old, unrefrigerated, two-week-old milk. <laughs> oh my God, it's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> and burnt hair. It's Snakil O'Beal from the Borlando Morgic. <laughs> you just, Brandon, did you just have a stroke? <laughs> it sounded like you had a stroke just now. Oh, that's so good. I, I love that. So I really like, no, you guys who are listening to this, if this, if this episode ever gets aired, uh, can't Ouch. see it. But uh, Alon's background is the QPR logo, so his head is in the middle of the wings, so he looks like those flying skull monsters from Zelda. Uh, I think uh, the other thing that's really nice is on this milk carton, on the side, it says, have you seen this man? And it's a, it's a guy named Harry. Oh. I, it. I look at the skull. I look at the milk carton. I look at the skull. I look at the milk carton. Mystery unless solved. <laughs> unless you uh, forensically recreate uh, skull profiles. I, I zoomed in enhanced. That's not how that works. As somebody who studied to do that job, that is not how it works. Sorry, he copy pasted zoomed enhanced. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That That's right. Yeah. We're zooming now. What is the enhancement? Is it steroids? Or you want steroids? So Alita. Mm-hmm. We've chopped this hair. We found a skeleton. Presuming that the hair, which is razor sharp, is uh, consuming these bones and the trees are being strangled, how do we best help the trees? We need to find whatever the source of the hair is and destroy it. Hopefully, at that point, then the hair will loosen and the trees will be able to potentially heal themselves if they're not already too far gone one other idea just to run it by you it might not be a good one but you know i trust your ability to judge that we could condition all of this hair that will not stop it from strangling the trees first of all uh second of all i doubt it will keep it from killing people and third of all that would be a lot of conditioner unless we had a decanter of endless conditioner I don't think we'll have enough. I've been looking for that for literally since day one, Alita. That's my entire quest as a person. There's a door into a tree and it leads to Moonsy's shop. <laughs> He's like, hello! I have this weird thing now. Oh my god, oh another god. blood knife. How do you keep getting these things? <laughs> I don't know. I hate it just as much as you do. This one pulls conditioner out of blood. Gross. Blood conditioner. <laughs> Delitioner. Blood conditioner sounds like a band. It does. I guarantee you it probably is one. So uh, too much conditioner. That would require a lot of conditioner. So we have a plan. Let's go deeper into the wood and stop this hair at the root. So as you go deeper into the wood, the hair becomes denser, uh, a little more lustrous, but it wraps around everything. There is not a single tree that is free of its grip, not a single leaf that hasn't been clutched by it, not a single branch that doesn't have some spider-like tendrils just grasping onto it. A couple of times you have had to brush the the single strands of hair out of your way as you've traveled, and it has cut and nicked your hands as as you've moved it aside. There are no insects. No birds, 
no rustling, no nothing. Even the wind is completely still the deeper you go into the forest. Do we see any remains of insects or burbs or just bones in general uh, on the ground, around the trees when we move? Tangled in the hair. Tangled into the hair, uh, especially around the trunks of the trees, you're able to find several remains. Some of them seem human, some of them seem animal, but you're not quite sure after a certain point. Okay. Eventually, you begin to hear sort of this horrifying whisper uh, that you can't tell if it is speech or the sound of hair being brushed. So it's just kind of like... Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I believe the technical term is a sorceress or susurus. Sorceress. Are you having a stroke now? Yes. <laughs> it's a susurus. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. That word. Next time we level up, I'm multiclassing as a susurer. <laughs> you'll you'll be you'll have a lot of persuasion so you can suss out the lies. I think that's a definitely an a- ASMR casting caster. A saucer. Yeah. 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 You just like whisper and then like run your hands along a coma bunch and then all of a sudden it's like Tasha's hideous laughter. Yeah, I got this one. It's like this is a magic missile. <laughs> you sound like you're playing like battleship. Is that is that not how is that not not the cadence that you do that? You're like M fourteen. You sunk my hairy tree. The, that's like um bingo. Ah. All right. Maybe maybe it's because I'm not old, but I I I do not think of bingo when I hear letter and number. I just immediately think of battleship. The real trouble here is that Alon's not whispering, he's just speaking quietly. You see to have a proper ASMR experience. Oh, oh God, this I is the this. worst. You have to really... This is the worst thing oh, in the universe. Look at all the downvotes. They're going down. so quickly. Jeebus. Gabe left for a second. He was like... Gabe disappeared into the ether for a minute. All right. All right. I'm not about these trees having all these hairs on them. I'm not about the hair being sharp. I'm not about finding corpses in the hair. I'm not about the fact that there's no wildlife. All of this sucks. Well, yes, that's uh, that's why we're here. Yeah, uh, the deeper we get, the more convinced I am that I'm just gonna try to sh- shove my rapier as deep into whatever this creature is as I can. Whoa, calm down. It's, no, I, look at, look at my hands. You see my hands? You see all the little nicks and cuts from every time I've had to like brush something aside? I tried to use my sleeve. You see this huge hole in my sleeve now? That's from the hair. Uh-huh. All right. I'm a little worried Solinar starting to go crazy. Well, then again, you're actually not acting too different. You're just very emphatic. There's there's so much hair. Alita, I can't brush at all. It's overwhelming. What do what do we do? Do we start at the top, at the base? We can't. It's a tree. This it's infinite. There is an alarming amount of hair. Whatever must be producing it is I'm, I'm a little creeped out, guys. Oh, no. It's the mythical beast that I heard about in paladin school. Per- perhaps the we should... The Rogaine. Mm. Yes, Koza? I was going to say, perhaps we should be a little more stealthy as we move forward. I mean, it's really hard to be stealthy when it's really hard to move. 
Kosa pulls out a little mushroom and blows on it, and this cloud of spores spreads around as I pass, as I cast past without a trace, to at least make us a little stealthier. Okay, that's super helpful. Way to go, Kosa. Um, just mechanically, everybody has a plus 10 to stealth checks. Killer. As long as you stay so, within 30 feet of me. As you all go deeper into the heart of the forest, you see in the center of a large thicket of trees, in the middle of a clearing, suspended, what appears to be a cocoon. And from that cocoon is the source of all the black hair. A head raises from the center of the cocoon and opens eyes. You can tell that the cocoon is made from the hair growing from the top of this creature's head. It is also the source of the hair through the entirety of the forest. is easy to harvest you you chop some hairs off a ponytail and you're good harvest is a terrible word <laughs> you never played a, you never played a harvest horse <laughs> we fattened this up for this horse up all winter it's time to harvest its hair <laughs> just laughed ginger ale all over my own face